As a former patient, I can definitively say Ian Heron is a terrible therapist and no one should go see him. That's why I've hacked into his personal cloud to release his private therapy sessions, so now everyone can hear what a selfish, misguided, idiotic, pretentious dickwad he really is. You can help me run Ian out of business by subscribing and leaving us a nice review. Now, let's start the show. Test, test, test. Fickle FEMA frustrates Floridians facing fallout for fantastical Fahrenheit's from the foolish flaming fracas over fraternal fornication. <sighs> Fickle FEMA frustrates Floridians facing fallout for fantastical Fahrenheit's from the foolish flaming fracas over fraternal fornication. Okay, the microphone seems to be working. That was maybe the worst tongue twister I've done to myself yet, but the microphone is working and that's what's important. Uh, you know, it is 2.28 p.m. on a Wednesday. Getting ready to meet with my client, John Wick. Uh, John is, um, well, he's had a couple of, uh, films made about him, of course, but, uh, I'm mostly, I'm focused on John's path towards uh, a peaceful life and, uh, his, uh, devotion to feminism. And, uh, you know, it's, it's not always a, a clear cut road, but we're getting there together. I like to think before John arrives, just a little bit of time for a self check-in what's going on with me. What's going on in my world? You know, it's, it's almost the 4th of July. And that's normally a very anxious time for the office stray dog because fireworks go off and he's, uh, you know, he doesn't know where to hide or how much to bark. And, uh, you know, it's also July 4th is not just an anxious time for the dog. It's also an anxious time for me. And I don't mean because America is increasingly a hell uh, that is unrepresentative of its people and uh, and that corporate interests and 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 uh, all these things are being completely corrupted by a judiciary system. That's not really why I'm anxious about this July 4th. I'm more anxious because my show is coming back this Sunday and that's where my anxiety is living. I haven't done my show, uh, IHIH, the Ian Heron Improv Hour. I haven't done it in like three plus years and I'm just terrified. I'm just like, what if I screw up one of the team names right before I introduce them or or, uh, you know, what if I'm clearly and obviously the least funny part of my own show, like my teammates and teachers constantly tell me every night after I fall asleep? Hey. Oh, oh, hey. Oh, hello. Hey, John. Nice to see you. Come on in. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Um, it, uh, I, I didn't want to disrupt you. I, I feel like. Oh, no. Be a good listener and be respectful of that. Oh, no, John, if it's past your time, you're you're on the clock, friend. I, I'm charging you whether you interrupt me or not. You might as well interrupt. Oh yeah, of course. I'm, I'm your, it's your time too, so I want to make sure we're both being taken care of. Well, John, I, d I don't really think it is my time. I'm being paid for it to be your time. I think that's what therapy is. Oh, sure. Yeah, this is a, honestly, this is very new to me. I'm trying to turn over a new leaf. So yeah. normally I would have done self-care by wearing a bulletproof suit or finding a new dog. But uh, uh -huh. now I'm trying to take care of my mental health. And, uh, That's nice. That's nice. E even though you're saying really nice and kind things, you are just a little intimidated. I, I'm trying to fight that. That's kind of why I'm just wearing, you know, my 
my my regular t-shirt my laid back johnny johnny blam blam shirt uh you know trying to be the laid back guy i'm wearing my reading glasses and i'm trying new looks right now yeah i i don't know well a couple things i don't know if you should wear reading glasses when you're not reading i think that's just i as a person who wears glasses all the time i find it slightly offensive uh you know like you're trying to put on an air that doesn't really exist right oh, glasses are for people who can't see all the time of course no i uh i'm just i'm also trying to read more Okay. Time on my hands. Um, I'm trying not to use that time breaking open my basement floor where I keep all my weapons and gold coins sealed. I'm trying to use more of that time for some productive reading. Uh, bell hooks. Uh, I will sure. change. It's my big one right now. Sure. What was your big takeaway from bell hooks? I, I, I've been a minute for me. Yeah, of course. Well, uh, bell hooks says that. Anger is the result of undisclosed pain and sadness. And I realized that's, that's me. I, yeah. I think I, I barely talk and I then lash out at others when yeah. they maybe kill my dog or steal my car. Yeah. You're saying maybe, but these things happened. That, they definitely happened. But yeah. I also... You, I, I think it's okay to talk about them as real and not hypotheticals. I mean, this is your life, John. You, you're right. Yeah, I, uh, I'm trying to get used to trying to get used to not pointing fingers as well. That feels mm. way too aggressive. I'm trying to really tone my aggression down. So mm. maybe's sorta kinda. I feel, I feel like kind of softens yeah. my my words. It it does. And, and let me say this, John, because I haven't seen you for a while. In some ways, I'm really proud of you because of how much progress you've made. Thank you, Daddy. And oh, uh, that's well, actually, I kind of liked it. Um, but mostly you shouldn't do that. Um, uh, but what I was also going to say is in other ways, you do feel significantly less cool. That's something I'm also trying to fight against. I feel like our idea of cool in Western culture is mm. very much dependent on toxic masculine traits mm. uh, or even just patriarchal traits, not just for men, but also women. And I, I think it's just as cool for me to be relaxed and laid back and taking care of myself, not just cutting open men's faces with knives and making horses kick other men in the head. <laughs> you know, I, sometimes it's it's cool to just read a Calvin and Hobbes comic strip while drinking some dark matcha tea. I don't know. It sounds pretty sick to see a guy get hit in the head by a horse. That sounds like, that sounds like my ideal Saturday afternoon. Like me right. and a couple buddies, we grab some snacks. We see a guy forcibly force a horse to kick a guy in the head. It sounds like a fun afternoon to me, John. I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to judge your preferences, but I, I do want to broaden your horizon. Sometimes, how about next time you get your friends, you get those same exact snacks, and then you go to an animal shelter and you help those animals just feel loved. You feed them, you take them for walks, and then you tell your friends that you love them as well. Well, John that's cool. I, I I think so. I guess I don't know. This also sounds like uh, preachy. I don't quite know. Uh, it it sounds like almost like you're 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 trying so hard to be an ideal idealistic version of who you aren't 
that you no longer have the identity that you previously were. Does that make any sense, John? I mean, yeah, I, I, that makes a lot of sense. I'm, I'm hearing your words. I'm taking them in. I'm registering them. And uh, here's my measured response. Okay. I would say that uh, we want to be the change we want to see in the world. And I, I don't think, uh, you know, I want to see every person be a high-grade assassin out to kill me. Sometimes I want to see people who, I don't know, high five each other even though they uh -huh. don't know each other maybe they have some kind of common thing that they they made eye contact over they both saw a pigeon eat a very large sandwich and they both made eye contact and they want to appreciate it together and they're like hey brother we were both here for this thing no one else was let's appreciate that i did that on the way here uh, that i mean that that, that's that's beautiful i i i you honestly you brought a tear to my eye but i don't think any more of you as a person like i'm not i i'm no longer as entertained by you as i once was i guess i don't know if that's a weird way to put it i think but, that's okay look i'm not here to just be an entertainment for everybody i know yeah. i'm in a lot of blockbuster films where i fight and then brutally murder your yeah. favorite pop culture icons but look at a certain point I want to just take care of me. I'm sick of having to wash blood off my hands and also stitch up my own stab wounds. Sometimes yeah. I want to just play, you know, a simple game of Animal Crossing where I, okay. I, I, I don't know, I, I'm not very far into it, so I actually am not super familiar with how the rest of the game works, but I do feel like I'm supposed to be an animal? Yeah, so, sort of, I think. I, I would I would just say, John, I would just go and encourage you go, to go back to the real animal shelters more than play Animal Crossing. Uh, clearly, you have a love of animals, and that's beautiful, but let's let's keep you in the real shelter and away from Animal Crossing. That's going to be just as much of a waste of your time as violence, I think. Um, uh, okay, John. You got. Oh, also, you missed a stitch. The last uh, stab wound you uh, stitched up for yourself, you missed a stitch. You got Thank a little... You. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I couldn't tell if that was yours or someone else's, you know. Uh, and I guess I was really rooting for and hoping it was somebody else's because then you'd have a story to tell but no just just your own blood from a, your own missed stitch huh it's, uh, yep uh, that pigeon ate the sandwich and then he attacked me oh. he, he got flustered when i high-fived myself and i don't blame him look i was i was in his way I don't. Now you're sounding a little bit like another client that I have, Duncan Hang, who got really sad when a pigeon made him feel less than he did. Uh, I just like that I, you're not like a cool guy. <laughs> he was, and then I think I turned him evil at the last second. Um, but uh, anyways, it, it, not important. I should, I really have to stop talking about other clients. Um, although I think you and Duncan would get along. Um, uh, John, um, I need more male friends. <laughs> I don't know that that's going to help you with the patriarchy is making more male friends. Honestly, you could use more female and non-binary friends, John, if any. I mean, that that too. But also, I think like a healthy male friendship, that also is fighting against the patriarchy. They don't yeah. want us to be, I don't know, bro-y, where we put each other down. That's our sense of humor. Oh, we don't need to do that. I, I can. It can be just as fun if I say, hey, Doc, you got beautiful eyes. Oh, come on, John. John, I know you want to put me down. Come on, John. It's not fun. I First of all, I don't have beautiful eyes. I have squinty eyes from smoking a lot of pot. 
right? So let's be honest, right? It's better to be real with somebody than like flowerly create some sort of false reality, right? Come on, give me a real insult, John. Get, get, I don't think it's toxic masculinity if I'm asking for it, right? This is like uh, you go into a stand-up show where it's a roast battle. You expect the comics to give them a little shit, right? Give me, give me a little something, John Wick. Come on now, just give me, just give me a, give me a rib. Hey, I'm I'm gonna put this my boundaries here, all right? You're you're really trying to cross my boundaries, and I want to make it very clear I don't feel comfortable with this. Stuff. Make fun of me for that. Make fun of me for trying to cross your boundaries. I'm dipping a toe, or you don't want to go. I would rather not. Okay. Look, I think oh, you're right. a beautiful human being inside and out. And in the past, I would have discovered that by cutting you open, and then maybe repeatedly shooting your body, even though you're already dead. But I don't do that anymore. I'm here for the good times. John, I just want to, I just want to point out, John. You, you know, I used to be an improviser. I used to do improv comedy. That's something I'm also looking into. Oh, don't! I wouldn't. <laughs> I don't think that would be good for you. Uh, although, yes, and... uh, if you did comedy with frat bros, you'd be in a lot of uh, shooting scenes, and that you might be good at those. Um, uh, listen, I, I, what I'm trying to say, John, is I think you trying to be a pacifist is like me trying to be a sketch comedian. It's just not what I do. I don't write things down ahead of time. Right. And you don't you don't act peacefully. You use violence to 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 end justifiable means. You ever see that show, Mr. Inbetween? Um, no. Oh, it's 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 an Australian produced and made show by an Australian showrunner. And uh, he's in between his life as a dad of a young daughter and his uh, former life as a hitman. And, uh, yeah, he's just got to kind of balance the two. But uh, a part of the thesis of that show uh, is that uh, sometimes violence is the only uh, needed outcome and necessary outcome. There's a, a, a season, spoiler alert for Mr. Inbetween season three, uh, there's a season in which Mr. Inbetween is in prison and he meets a pacifist who likes to meditate. And that pacifist accidentally pisses off someone in the prison, and Mr. Inbetween explains to him, well, you got to go punch that guy in the face, otherwise it's going to be bad. And the pacifist, of course, says, no, I'm not going to do that. And the pacifist winds up uh, beaten almost to death in the in the toilet of the prison because uh, he did not stand up to this guy. So in other words, John, sometimes the violence is actually ultimately a good thing and the necessary thing uh, to achieve the right kind of means. You know what I'm saying? I I guess, but I I look. I don't want to. I don't want this to sound like too much of a criticism, but as a therapist, it feels really odd that you're telling me to not change, when that's usually the point of therapy is to help us at least change our outlook, if not our behaviors as well. I just feel like you've changed so much that it's boring. You know, and it's like, what am I getting out of this if you're just telling me stories about like, oh, I I blew another dandelion today and the, the petals went into the wind. Like, it's just like, I, I want I want the something out of this. Get blown off the dandelion. It's the seeds, Doc. That's well, it's the cottony they, stuff, right? It's the uh, cottony thing. That's why they, that's the whole point of them. The wind carries the seeds and spreads dandelions across the whole, the whole world i never thought that the cottony stuff was seeds and not petals i always thought it was petals but i guess i don't know my flower you know what i'm boring myself i don't want to talk about this i think it's fascinating evolution has developed so many beautiful wonderful ways to recreate itself and that's what i'm trying to do 
Yeah, you are also leaning slightly towards a David Attenborough type type career in a nice way, John Wick. Honestly, just for the record, he's a role model of mine. I would love to watch and comment on all kinds of animals in their natural habitats. Also, a big fan of just trying to take care of our beautiful green earth. Yeah, um, he does his very best, and that's why he's a knight, and I'm a killer. Well, yeah, okay. Well, okay. Well, let's address the other thing when you were describing your appearance that I wanted to comment on because you're you you you're still using that Johnny Blam Blam shirt, right? And don't you think that that creates a certain expectation of people when they see Blam Blam on a shirt that you might, you know, have guns or use guns effectively or shoot or be violent? Well, no, Blam Blam isn't. That's not about guns. It sounds like a, a an onomatopoeia of a gun. No. Blam, blam, blam is is fun times. I'm I'm here like a, like fireworks or confetti. I'm blam, blam. I'm I'm there. That's fireworks literally something directly mistaken for gunfire all the time. I just want to point out. But they're fun and celebratory. There's chemistry involved, and and everybody gathers to watch them. Yeah, I guess. But they can also like blow fingers off and stuff. That's. I mean, a lot of things can hurt you if you don't read the directions. Again, I'm. Getting interesting. I'm learning how to properly ride a horse and not make it kick men in the head. I'm also learning all about how to, you know, not surprise birds so they don't attack me again. From the sandwich incident? I gotcha. Um, okay, well. Incidents. Um, well, I, 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 I. I don't know, uh, John. What if what if I just said uh, this is hypothetical? Uh, so just this is just a, this is just an experiment. What if I said I have your wife? Well, I I would say that's not possible. My wife uh, passed away, and right while she if... was Episcopalian, I actually am an avid atheist. So I okay don't think there's really anything you could hold on to her. What if I said I dug up her remains so that she can't rest peacefully? Well, I don't. Are you say. picturing any floorboards right now or anything? I just want to see what's going on in your brain and uh, bring bring to life what's go the process. I'd just be wondering why you went to that much effort. That to piss you off, John. To piss you specifically off. You want to know what I did with her remains? I I would rather you didn't do anything to her remains. I scattered them around my toilet bowl so that every time I take a pee or a poo, it's right on your dead wife's memory, John. Does that does that do anything internally to you? It disgusts me. You okay. are a disgusting doctor, but you want This is good. my healthcare plan. We're at least getting to insults if you're calling me disgusting. Bring on a little bit more of that insults, right? What do, what is it? What do you want to say to me about how disgusting I am, John? Uh, Come on honestly, now. This feels like a, more about you than me. I I don't mean to be crude, but it does seem like your pants are bulging. Are you really into this? Is this why you do this? I look, uh, uh listen, there, there's something about cucking with a dead wife <laughs> that's not sexual but just pee and poo related that is a slight turn on for me. If that's if, so if you so really it is must sexual, you it is it. a little bit Let's say it, that it is sexual now. And look, I don't want to yuck anybody's yum, but uh. This exercise does not feel good. Okay. What if I did the same what kind thing of to doctor your dumb... are you? Well, I'm a doctor. I'm a well, let... I see your mm -hmm. yeah, 
I see your credentials say CTWROS. It's good that you wore your reading glasses because you you were able to uh, piece that out. Uh, Well, uh, I'm glad this came up, John. I'm actually a creative thinker who rents office space. So the reason that this is non-traditional therapy is because of how creative of a thinker I am. Right. I'm approaching your problems differently than other therapists would. I'm a one of one, just like you want to be. Right, John? I actually I want to be one of many. I want to join the greater population of God, not try and assassinate them. I'd really like to just join hands with them around the globe. I just again, I've been seeing you for a while. Do you remember how disappointed you were when Marion Williamson didn't win the Democratic primary nomination? I remember distinctly. That was my deepest regret of that year. Yeah. Uh, and I just mean to say, like, if you keep chasing this ideal, you're going to be repeatedly disappointed. And it is a denial of yourself, right? You must be able to admit that on some level. Wiki, yeah. can I call you Wiki? No, I, it's Johnny Johnny Blam Blam, remember? Okay. It's uh, just like when you come up with your own nicknames, it makes me want to come up with my own nicknames that are counter- Johnny Johnny Blam Blam. Okay, well, Johnny Johnny Blam Blam. I just mean to say, like, don't you see the 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 falseness of your goal? Don't you see that we can never be that way, especially when tyranny reigns all around us? I mean, I think if you're in that depressed estate, then we have more things to talk about. You, Doc. Uh, well, I guess maybe not Doc. Uh, yeah, not Doc. Not a doctor, technically. A creative thinker who rents office space. Okay, that's a that's a mouthful. I, if you don't mind, I'm I'm not going to do that. Well, that's but, why it's abbreviated CTWROS. That way, it's easier. You can just easily remember CTWROS, and everybody knows what it means. Honestly, that's that's, um, that's still too long. But uh, I I do think we, as I said before, can be the change we want to see in the world. Have you ever seen the movie uh, Us? By- uh I that's the uh, Jordan Peele one, right? Yeah. I watched I, the very beginning of the movie. I stopped it because I didn't. I just didn't have time. So I do believe the entire movie is about everybody in the world holding hands around just everybody. And I loved that. As soon as I saw that, I was like, done. This movie's done. I, I don't need to see more. I love it. They can't top this. Yeah, yeah. I remember you also caught like a part of the middle of Nope. And you thought, what a happy movie about a sitcom with a monkey in it. I... I did. I, yeah. I loved that. It was, um, I love that guy. And I. <laughs> he makes only happy stuff, me. according to you. Yeah. Uh, well, John, I, I just mean to say, I, I, I don't know. I think, I think you're, I think you're denying part of the harsher realities of the world. Right. And you felt that when, at the, in, in the moment where your wife and your dog died, you felt it briefly and you extracted revenge. Right. And so in those moments, you were, like I would define, really, really cool. And I was really enjoying you. And yeah, you want to be a little bit more pacifist. And I was happy to guide you there somewhat of the way. But I just feel like you've overcorrected, right? Oh. There's a nice happy medium. Doc, I, I want to just, I want to be an, a happy guy. And I realize that killing hundreds and thousands of men and women and other assassins of all kinds, I, uh, it wasn't making me happy. It actually made me very unhappy because as I continue to assassinate more people, more assassins came after me. Honestly, I should have realized it's kind of a metaphor. Um, Although it did literally happen, it is also like a metaphor. We create our own demons. That's why we need to stop, look at ourselves, and just consider 
what is it that I really want? And I found, I want to be a guy who can wake up late on a Sunday and then make some nice buttermilk biscuits. I just made a batch. I honestly, I really did right before this. It came out. They're the best yeah. biscuits I've ever made. And John, I do know you, and I know for a fact that that's real, that you made the biscuits, and then you would really offer me one. And and oh. as sweet and kind as that is, John, I just kind of like don't care, nor do I give a shit. You sound like every other basic-ass person who lived through the pandemic that learned how to cook a little bit and wants to, like, share it with friends and build community and make sure we're all together, blah 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 It's just like, come on, man. You know what I would have really loved in the pandemic, John? What? I, I would have loved to see you, like, and I, I imagine this never happened, but I would love to see you like jumping out of a helicopter with an AR-15. Uh, maybe there's a parachute on your back and maybe you're shooting people that are also jumping out of the helicopter at the same time. So there's a fight in the air, probably a little bit more point break, which has nothing to do with you, John Wick. But, uh, you know, has absolutely uh, nothing to do with me. Yeah, I know. But, you know, wouldn't that be cool? Wouldn't that be fun? Wouldn't that be exciting? Wouldn't that give us something to talk about besides, you know? The healthcare workers and how we have to support them. Oh, let's all bang our pots for the healthcare workers. Aren't you considered a healthcare worker? Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, that's where the CTWRS distinction kind of screws me a little bit. <laughs> they they never hit their pots for me, unfortunately. Oh, that's okay. I'm sorry about that. I can do that for you if you want. I just uh, I just wash my pots and pans. Uh, but I I will say, jumping out of helicopters with AR-15s uh, at a certain point. It becomes blasé. I've done it so mm. many times. Mm. I've I've just destroyed so many other killers' lives. Mm. And at first, people are like, "Wow, that's awesome. That person was probably bad." But then I was like, "Let's zoom out and really think about it. That killer had a mother. He was probably desperate to take care of that mother, and that's why he took up murder as a living." <laughs> this is the greater issue with capitalism which is an aspect of the patriarchy it forces us to act inhuman and we embrace yeah. it eventually and we start loving it because we know no other way yeah but i'm trying to discover that brand new way yeah oh excuse me if i yawn yeah that's okay yeah. Yeah, that's what you. we do as humans we need to take in air and the thing that's beautiful about yawning is even other species watching each other yawn causes them to yawn. To it's yawn. like a cross-species communication. We're meant to be social animals, Doc. How did I know you were going to bring that up when I yawned? I just knew you were going to bring it back to animals using social communication. We're all together, and let's take care of each other. Um, okay, well, let me at least attack you about this, John, all right? Because I am in an attacking mood today. I don't know why. That's you you do you, you said about the assassins oh they're all prob probably trying to take care of their mothers i just want to point out john that that's a bad male feminist that always points to i have a mother or i have a daughter as a reason for being a feminist you should be a feminist in your own rights not because you know women and and you're defending them that's part of the patriarchy right you should just be a feminist because feminism is good not because you have a mother or daughter how about that john did that piss you off you want to say something to me now huh did mm. i just outwoke you a little bit I, I think um, we have so much to learn from each other. So I, I really appreciate you giving me that positive feedback and, no. and constructive feedback, honestly. I, we can always improve ourselves. There is no perfect feminist. It is a process that we must work through all our lives. 
John, that's not what I want. Beds. No, John, yes, attack me. Look, I, I'm sorry. I'm not, I'm not here to get you off, but, uh, You know, like I said, we got bound. Are you trying to bite I'm me? I'm going to bite you. I'm going to bite your little nipples. Oh, oh, my nipples are quite large, actually. So I'd. Oh, can I see them? Um, yeah. All right. Oh, wow. Oh, that's where the stab originated at the top of the nipple there. Yes. Yeah. That's oh. a, I tried to, I tried to breastfeed a, a baby bird. And then I, I learned afterwards from reading a book that they do not indeed breastfeed even though we feed on bird breasts. And, well, that's not, we don't feed on bird breasts the same way that breastfeeding occurs quite. And also, like, oh, that's another movie I wish you'd seen to completion is Meet the Parents, because you would have learned, learned a lot from a signature dinner scene in Meet the Parents. But um, I don't think breastfeeding of any animal is going to work for you, John, I guess is what I'm getting at. I, I, all right. Well, here we go. I'm learning new things every day. To almost quote meet the parents, I have nipples, John. Can you milk me? Look, I, I bet if I tried hard enough, something would come out. Oh, let's try. That would be pretty violent, actually. I would enjoy that piece of violence. Sorry, sorry if my erection got bigger when I said that. But w would you would you try milking my nipples? Look, um, I I would if there was a a baby bird that was hungry. What about the office stray dog? He's always hungry. I I barely feed him. He's like skin and bones. Look, uh. Okay, you're you're already taking your shirt off, and I'm <laughs> I'm seeing actually right now. Your nipples are almost not there; they are very small. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people have described the genitals of a Ken doll as my uh, nipples. They are very much like a Ken doll's genital patch. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, you know, um. I, I guess I'm just really into nipple play. So sure, I've taken a sander to my nipples a couple of different times. You know, like, sure, I've uh, 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 had other people bite them clean off and then had to, like, you know, sew together back the skin that used to be the nipples. But that doesn't mean that the area that is the nipples I can't still have sensitivity to. And it doesn't mean that you won't get any milk out of it unless you try. I, I, I think that's exactly what I was arguing. Oh, yeah. well, <laughs> then we agree. I think we're on the same page. Hey, good job. Handshake. Listen, John, there's something else I want to talk to you about. I think you should listen less. No. That's a big thing that I've taken away from most of my therapy career is it's not about what my patient says. It's about my agenda and forcing it onto them. I'm definitely seeing that. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, more power to you uh, and less to the patriarchy. But I, I would say that sometimes it helps when we listen to each other. Well, let me say this, John. You've got some benefits from the patriarchy, haven't you? Oh, definitely. But, but, but it's been pretty. The benefits alone, outside of the context of getting from the patriarchy, pretty good, right? Pretty good benefits. Look, I am not free until everybody is free. Oh. I, I'm pretty sure I misquoted that, but <laughs> I, I would say that, uh, yeah. It, you know, sometimes we get nice things, but when we find out that not everybody got them, it really sours uh, the soup. Um, and this is why I, I couldn't believe you went for Marianne Williamson and not Bernie, because there is a lot of me that thinks you could be a Bernie Sanders supporter if you just if you just, you know, uh, focus on the economic policies and less his like, I guess he is a little violent in the way that he uh, gesticulates. 
yells a lot, and it, it honestly, it scares me. Yeah. I'm a very quiet guy. Anyone who yells too much, I, I close up in my shell. I, I also wondered if, the, uh, this is just a side road, I suppose. I wondered if you're so quiet because of how much, like, gunfire has been in your ear most of your life. Most I wonder if you, yeah, you just literally can't hear your own volume or tell the difference, you know? No, I'm, I'm yelling right now, right? No, not no. You you're being quieter than almost any other client I've ever had. Okay. Um, well, let me let me. How about this? It's the same. It's the no, same. You didn't. No, it's same. Okay. You you. I guess you slightly lifted your chest, but that did nothing for volume. All right. I usually I feel like if you raise. Okay. Um. Well. How, how about this? It's, it's it's still the same. I'll tell you what. Let's try going the other way. Can you try a whisper? Okay. Um. I love, I love myself. Hey, it's, I would say still mostly one note. I would say still not going higher or lower, just kind of sticking on the one. Uh, this is so frustrating. You're forcing me to be louder than myself, and it's really driving me up the wall. Yeah. Um. Maybe even, honestly, maybe even if you just typed in capital letters, maybe that would be better, right? I just want to, like... I want to get more of the anger out of you some way, somehow. I know I can pull it out. I know I'm a frustrating enough of a therapist, as you clearly identified, that I can make you angry by the end of this. I just got to figure out what your button is. It's hard when your wife's dead because it's like, well, what the fuck? They they got to it first, you know? They, they did, and they destroyed my car. Um, yeah. And I, my my dog as well. I am surprised that you do list the car with the other two. I uh, guess that is another thing that maybe harkens back to your old self in a good way to me. Yeah, it was a, it was a gift, and uh, wow, yeah, you're right. I, oh no, it's a material thing, and the other things are living things, and it feels like you're equating material things to living things, John. Look. I hate the patriarch as much as the next guy, but I love a zoom zoom fast car. Who doesn't? John, I, that's the second time also that you've used kind of a childish like repeating word. Blam, blam, zoom, zoom. Yeah, it's cool. It, it, I think I think like I think you're so desperate to be cool because you've lost your coolness that this is really just kind of like I don't know yeah uh you ever have like a really shitty pie but you you're like oh I'll put like a nice topping on it so nobody knows that the filling shit I think that's kind of what you're doing you got shit pie I think that's I I didn't see the help but that's what I imagine happened <laughs> is they put a really nice you know covering on the pies so that the people didn't know there was shit inside. Um, wow, I I never thought about that. Yeah, I know you were trying your hardest to not be a good therapist today, but that was honestly <laughs> some really good insight. I'm backing into some some helpful things. It's well, so it, that happens sometimes, John. Like I, and that's part of my creative thinking, right? You don't see how I'm going to get you there, and then wham, there you are. I'm pissing on your dead wife, but also I'm helping you. 
Um, okay, John, you know what? Actually, in this vein of my non-traditional uh, area of helping, uh, maybe something that would really help like, uh, illustrate what I'm trying to say to you even more is if I just led you through another guided meditation. I just kind of conked you out while you uh, listen to me, and we just we see where that takes you. Would that be all right if I led you through a guided meditation, John? Sure thing. Great. Thank you so much. Uh, and the other thing you should know, John, is uh, actually I think of this meditation every time I say hello. Uh, I'm in England a lot. I got British family. So every time I say hello, I think of this meditation. Isn't that nice? I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't, I guess. Just I don't background know. Of, of where this meditation comes from and how I think of it. All right. Uh, so, John, if you would please listen to the sound of my voice as I count back from three, two, one. John, I want you to picture the sun is shining in the sky. There ain't a cloud in sight. It's stopped raining and everybody's in the play. And don't you know, it's a beautiful new day. Hey, hey, running down the avenue. See how the sun shines brightly in the city, on the streets where once was pity. Mr. Blue Sky is living here today. Hey, hey, Mr. Blue Sky, please tell us why you had to hide away for so long. So long, John, so There you go. <laughs> So where did we go wrong? Hey there, Mr. Blue. We're so pleased to be with you. Look around, see what you do. Everybody smiles at you. Mr. Blue, you did it right. But soon comes Mr. Knight, creeping over. Now his hand is on your shoulder. Never mind. I'll remember you this way. I'll remember you this way. And we're coming out of the meditation now, John. And three, two, one. And you're back with me. How are you feeling? How was that for you? I better, it was haunting. I, I'm not sure what that was, but it it felt yes, like I was yes. haunted. And did you understand the metaphor, John? It's not all just Mr. Blue Sky. Sometimes Mr. Knight's got to come in and be a little bit violent. I, did you understand that, Johnny Boy? Uh, I got, I heard, oh, don't slap me. Well, what do you want to do about it? Huh? What are you going to do about it? Huh? I, I, I'm just going to ask you to please stop or leave, I'm going huh? to leave a very bad Yelp review. Oh no! What if I what if I delete that review and then leave a very bad review on IMDb about the John Wick movie, saying this guy wanted his wife to die. He's into that. It's this is the only way he gets hard, huh? What are you gonna do about that, Johnny? Huh? Huh? I'd be very frustrated that Yelp allows business owners to delete. Oh yeah. What if I just rub your knuckles on my face, John? Does this make you want to punch me? I just lightly grab your hand and rub your knuckles right on my face, right in the dent I want you to put right in my fucking face. No, honestly, it, it feels yeah surprisingly nice. You wait. It's very gentle. 
and soft. I don't usually touch things Wait, gently do you think, with my Wait, do you think knuckles. women would like my skin, Sean? I, I think really? a lot of people would like your skin. It's really uh, very supple. Oh my God. Right? Thank you. You, you moisturize, I, I, don't, I feel. I just use Cetaphil, which is a really good brand of soap, especially if you have, you know, skin problems. Cetaphil is like, you can rub it all over your face and it doesn't, you know, cause any problems. Oh, oh John. Maybe I'll look into that. I, bad, I have bad skin problems of my own, usually because of bullet wounds and yeah and sword cuts. But, oh, I'm just, I'm just yeah. kind of, you just kind of lulled me in. Like, I just... I, I feel like I feel like maybe I'm becoming you or or something. I don't I don't know, but I just I'm starting to see the world differently. Like if I could if I could make you be violent with me, then maybe you're just not a violent person, or maybe you have changed. Maybe you are just you know you you're like a caterpillar. You used to be something, but you evolved into something else and something more beautiful, and that's okay. And I don't need to force you back into a cocoon. I don't need to. You don't need to. John, can you t can you tell me that I'm funny or that UCB should take me back? You're funny and thanks, John. UCB and can you call me your you dad back. again? Because I'm feeling really like the opposite is true, but I would like to feel empowered and I would like to feel strong. Can you call me daddy? Thank you're, you. You're doing real Thank good, you so daddy. Much. Really appreciate you. You're a good friend. Can I have some of those biscuits that you made? Thank you so much. Oh, definitely. Um. You know, don't don't stuff yourself too okay. much on them, all right? Um, uh, John, I um, I, I hate to end like this, but I just, I am just peeking out the office window, and it does seem like you're getting towed. Oh, oh no, no, my car, my beautiful no. car! I love John, that no, car more oh, than John, my wife no. and my dog. Oh, oh no, John! I'm no, gonna no. kill somebody. Oh God! Oh, he just burst out of the door. Oh God, he's running down there. Oh God! Oh, let, let me look out the window. Oh God! Oh. Oh, 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 what I've just seen John do to that parking attendant. Oh, oh, God, that was cool as hell. I want to tell everybody about it, though. That was fucking sick as hell, bro. Oh, fuck. Oh, God damn. Doc, I heard you coming from down in the street. That's wild. Shut up, John. Shut up. I'm going to fire a firework at you. Oh, shit. Now the office stray dog is as anxious as I am about this IHIH show. God damn it. Quick note to self. Oh, if you don't know Donald Chang, then you don't know improv comedy in New York City. Donald is one of my oldest friends. I find him so delightful in everything he does. you got to support all of Donald's improv projects, but especially his indie team, Woodstock, which I also play with. Donald is also the wonderful host of the Asian AF Comedy Variety Show right here in New York City. That's coming back in September. Be sure you follow Donald at DonaldDKChang on Instagram for all his comedy updates. Oh my gosh, this is the most excited I've been to plug something in a long time. My show that ran for five years at the People's Improv Theater, known as the Ian Heron Improv Hour. Well, we stopped doing it because of the pandemic. However, would you believe we're resurrecting it for the first time in over three years? This is going to be Sunday, July 9th, 9 p.m. at the Magnet Theater. It's the Ian Heron Improv Hour, back possibly for one night only, July 9th, 9 p.m., Magnet Theater. Please get your tickets now. I'm going to book all sorts of all-star special guests and indie teams. It's going to be so much fun. A classic improv show. No hosting bits. Just improv act after improv act. Please come on down. Sunday, July 9th, 9 p.m. Magnet Theater. Shout out to Aaron Harland at ERHarland. AaronHarland.com. 
Erin makes great podcast theme songs and cover art, but she also makes a wonderful music in her own right, which you can follow on Spotify and Bandcamp and all those wonderful places you can get your music. Thanks to Jason Shaw and AudioNotics.com for the use of the meditation music. Thanks to Nick Rockwell, our new producer, helping us out. Be sure you follow at Sigmund Fraud Pod if you want to see behind-the-scenes photos of me and some of my clients, which shouldn't get out there. I need to shut that account down somehow. Okay, Ian, obviously it would be embarrassing if anybody heard that you were nervous to do a show that you've been waiting to do for three years, that you used to run for five years. So let's just save yourself from any embarrassment and ensure that none of this is released. Only, you know what? Mine's going on an action movie right now just because, I don't know, something about password protecting is so boring, right? <laughs>